Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number three already. No better way to get it started off this morning than with Captain Cliff Webb. Let's go down to Corpus and check in on him this morning. Cliff, good morning, bud. How are you doing, man? Oh, morning, Mickey. Just uh, listen to that wind, rock the, rock the trees out there. Kind of kind of glad to get a little hunting weather here. I was kind of tired of that hot stuff, man. Tell yeah, you. well, I'm, I'm just going to warn you before it happens. We may drop you and have to call you right back. Yeah. That's, That's no problem. It's a, a lot of that happening. going on here the last couple of days, so I just thought I'd give you a heads up. You'll be able to no hear problem, me, but I won't be able to hear you, and we'll have to call back. So uh, No problem, Mickey. No problem. It's, uh, well, how you been, man? What's been going on with you? I've been good. You? You know, I've been, been bouncing back and forth from the uh, the fishing to the hunting. You know, I uh, I take all the hunting stuff out of the truck, put the fishing stuff back in the truck. So I'm just kind I know. Of the trucks get a workout, don't they? It's just good stuff, you know. I'm shoving stuff in there. And, I deer hunted last night, got a deer last night. My buddy got a nice 10-point last night, Steve. Did you was, shoot that drop time buck you showed me? No, 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 you no. You didn't? He's still there. Oh, he's just, man. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, Yeah, he is. No, he's, Beautiful he's, deer. He's, he's, yeah, he done, he's not going to show up. I know how that works. <laughs> you know, but I go back in, during like the weekend. Like a tombstone. Well, hell, Johnny, he's not even going to show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What's the deal? Right. But our, our deer are definitely in rut. They're they're pushing the does pretty good, you know. But uh, we're going back to the fishing early in the week. I had a trip last Monday, and uh, that front blew in Sunday, and it blew 40 miles an hour down here on Sunday. Oh, here too. And, and those guys are going, man, you sure you want me to come? You know, and they're boat fishing. You know, Tom calls. Yeah. You sure you want me to come? I said, hey, man, it's gonna it's gonna calm down to nothing on Monday morning, and that water temperature drop is gonna push those fish deep. We're gonna hose them, and we did. You know. Did you? Well, I say we we caught some good fish early. We uh we pulled in early and got there super early in some in some deep mud. And the first fish I caught was just under seven pounds, like six and three quarter. And then we had some nice. five six pound fish, solid fish in there, you know. And then we catch them in there, but boy, I I kind of pulled off and they just wouldn't really get going. So I said, man, the sun's coming out. Let's try to pull out and get on shallow and see if they'll come up. And I got out there and it was just one of those days, just dead slick. You're just not moving. You're just dead in the water. 
I could see the fish in there, the seagulls, you could smell them, the seagulls mm. in there, pelicans in there. But, you know, I'm sitting in three or four foot of water and just not moving. And you bump the total motor a little bit, you might get a bite, but just not happening. So I go back deep, you know, go back deep, catch them a little bit. And finally, the wind came up maybe 10 miles an hour out of the north. And we started drifting across those fish and started popping them. And there we were having go. to weed through some, yeah, we weed through some smaller fish to get our fish, you know, but they want a couple of keepers. So we kept a couple of fish out of there that were 17, 18 inches for them to eat. Right. But it's just funny that fish are all up in there. But when you're sitting dead in the water and four foot, it's like trying to stand in the middle of the field and quail hunt. You're just not going to do as good unless you walk. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you know? so, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, you can stand there. Hey, that's not going to Back to our old saying, brother cover more water, catch more fish. Yeah, it's the same way, you know, that's, that's what happens. So people say, man, you, you know, we're going to fish in 20 mile an hour wind. I said, yes, sir, we are. We're going to boat fish in 20 mile an hour wind. I can control my drift. I have two of those 36 uh, inch drift tankers. I can control my drift. But right. what it does, it keeps you moving on the pods of fish. It stirs the bait up on the bottom and the fish get active. You get that stagnant, stagnant feeling where it's just flat, no current movement. The fish are just laying there in the grass, and it's just hard to get them. Yeah, dead waiting. calm conditions we yeah. all hope for. it. Now, in the summer, we, you can get away from that because the fish are yeah. tight to structure where you know where they're yeah. at and you can stay right. on them. But when you got to cover water and do what, like what you're talking about, you got to have some uh -huh. breeze, man. Yeah. And it was so funny. You know, it's just, uh, it's just hit and miss on the fish. You get the, the right weather, you catch them this time of year. But, you know, the deer hunting, too, I'm back, trying to get some. I haven't killed a deer yet, so yesterday I finally killed a doe for – to, for Fred to take to Belleville, he's going to take it to Belleville for me this Fred, week. So. Fred's going to take care of you. I, I, yeah, boy. last year I didn't get my sausage. You know, I was bombing, man. So this year I'm getting ahead of the game. I shot a doe. and You know, I'm you should have told me that. If I'd have known that, I could have brought you a bunch. of. I've still got a lot of good sausage left over from last year. Man, but, I love uh, that stuff. Golly, I just kind of missed the so window good. there, you know. I just missed my window. And, you know, our processing deal here in Corpus, there's not a lot of good stuff like Belleville and stuff. You have to kind of go to the smaller towns to really get the good, you know, the good sausage. Right. I can't stand to take my stuff somewhere and not know I'm getting my meat because my meat never hits the dirt. It's real clean. And I don't right. take it. It's just real good. I want my stuff back, you know. Well, and it's <laughs> I, you know, iced down when... properly and it's cleaned properly. Yes. And, you yes. know, you don't let a deer sit there two, three hours in that South Texas temperature. No. It's mm -hmm. uh, taken straight to the cleaning rack and taking care of her immediately yeah and that's the people that tell you they don't like deer meats because somebody didn't didn't take care of their stuff right and that oh makes it'll get gamey they let it start to de decompose a little bit and it uh, it just ruins the taste and the quality of venison it really does yeah and you, and same thing with fish mickey you know you take care of your yes. fish and put them on ice immediately and you know don't you know don't let them sit there and get too hot and clean them you know take care of them properly the fish taste so much better too same oh with the speaking game. of tasting fish man those fish I brought back fishing with you, and we cooked them the next night after I got back. Oh, my goodness. There's no comparison. A fish up here has not a chance of uh, tasting like that. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. You notice the flay still have that kind of a, a pinkish, I don't know what yeah, you call it. Yeah, and it's see, our fish color. don't have that anymore up here for whatever reason. And it, uh, mm -hmm. it, uh, if I want to eat fish, I'll just have to come to Corpus and catch them down there. Mansfield, Corpus, all that area. That's yeah, Man, that's so true. pure and just pristine. You know, I, I remember Doug Bird always saying, you know, it says, people would ask him, well, Doug, what's your favorite fish? You like flounder trout? Because I like trout in the winter. He said in December, when the meat gets firm, he said those trout in the wintertime, those 17-inch trout are just the best. And he's right. They I are. think there's something about the winter fish. 
I don't know if their meat's firmer in the winter or something, but they just taste or whatever they're it. eating. You know, it yeah. it does make a difference. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's just that roller coaster ride. I love that uh, this time of year because it just you know pretty soon as deer season will be over and you know everybody gets their dough and everything, and then we concentrate on it's corky season. You know, as you break out the corkies, you know it's Come late on, January, baby. February, and it's just <laughs> full on fishing. You know. And I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm still enjoying my little bit of deer hunting I'm doing. It's, it's fun, you know, to, to watch these deer. I love it to watch is. deer in rut. You know, I saw this buck yesterday and he's hot. He's been running. He's got his mouth wide open and he's chasing this doe. And finally he just stops. I got to breathe. And she takes off. And you just see him win and then he takes back off. Like, you know, it's kind of like a sprinter. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to catch her now, you know, and what's good stuff. Well, I bet you get down a wind to him, you can smell him. Oh God! You can just see their hawks right now, just black. You know. Are they black? Know, That's good stuff. Yeah. I watched yeah, one scrape bud. yesterday too, making a scrape. That's so cool to watch them make a scrape. Yeah, Blaine's. Uh, this past week, about the last six or eight days, they just went on a scrape and rub mission like crazy. He said we weren't seeing any hardly any scrapes or rubs, and he said they're everywhere now. That's what, that's what they're doing now. Right now, they're doing that deal, and they're doing that flinching where they'll put their. They'll, they'll take a limb up above them, and you know see, you see them roll their noses and eyes up and get their scent up on those those upper branches and stuff. Well, they call know. those adrenal glands or whatever, where they yeah. leave that uh -huh. scent up there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, I'm with it. And we have uh, we've lost Cliff again, or for the first time. What's over and under on this three? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and get him back up. And I'll I'll do a commercial break and. And uh, we'll get Cliff back, and we'll talk to him some more. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. If you've never been there, it's a cool place. They've got everything going on down there. They are the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers when they're in season. But uh, they're located at 227 Dyke Road. That's right at the base of the Texas City Dyke. And if you're looking for quality live bait, whether it's live shrimp, croakers, finger mullet, Boyd's usually has it. And from their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles, along with their regulators and diffusers. And if you need more info, you can call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And if you're looking for quality seafood, no uh, farm raised at Boyd's. All their shrimp are wild guff called shrimp. Whether you're looking for the big 912s, the 1618s, they can accommodate you. And great availability and great prices. Check out their Cajun Grill next door. They turn out some really good food there. Or check them out at boydsonestop.com. Or you can give them a call at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 618 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back to Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus, see if we can keep this going. All right, Cliff, we're back, bud. All right, man. That's that's no problem. You're going to get a lot of lot of drop calls. That's funny. It seems like it's it's the way it's been all week. It's nuts, man. Yeah, I was having texting problems and all that for a couple <laughs> of days. You know, somebody had texted me and said, "What do you think about this deer?" And I'd go to text them back, and I'd have to go three, four, or five times before it would not fail yeah. and go through. It was weird. Uh huh. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But I was going to tell you. So my my son got this place up by math. It's about twenty two acres up there. It's got a ton of deer. He needed a feeder, so I was going to get him a feeder for Christmas. I bought him one of those all-season all feeders, one of those top loaders, about 600-pounder. Uh-huh. Let me tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go change my stuff out because you don't have to climb up on a ladder to load it. It's You can reach it You can reach it from your truck. You know, it's not too high. It's about eye level. And yeah, man, pull your truck my, up next to it and then pull, yeah, put the bags know, on top. Yeah, you know, it makes a difference. Yeah, you just throw them in there, 600 pounds, so you just have to load every, you know, every few months and stuff, but – Man, we got it up there and got it set, and he's just got a ton of deer. Man, he's got a ton of deer up there. But uh, it's it's amazing how far they've come on feeders since we I started this many years ago. Those little oh, Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah, remember all the garbage we used to. All the garbage we went through, <laughs> and I look at all those parts and little pieces we had, little cans and all that stuff, and the uh-huh. raccoons would tear them up. You know, now this is all all totally raccoon proof, and you can't tear it up. So, man, that's that's the way I'm going to go. You know, they're expensive, but. I decided no more cheap feeders. I'm going to go less feeders and better quality this year. I remember some friends that I've, I've got, they have a nice, really fine place in Catula. And they, uh, they, you know, the ranch manager for them, he went through all that coon proofing and everything else. Right. And uh, then somebody let the monkeys loose up there, those, you know, Japanese snow monkeys. They had a research center right. somewhere in that area, and they all got out or they turned them loose. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, we found out real quick they weren't monkey-proof. <laughs> oh, no, I can't even imagine. Oh, man. I mean, they were just like humans. They would just open everything up, and they they loved yeah. that corn. They'd get it out of there. But it, uh, oh, I can't even imagine, you know. Man, I, yeah. the stories I heard over the, over the snow monkeys, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be something, wake up in the morning, have a monkey in your blind, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be bad stuff. But, you know, raccoons are bad enough. Raccoons can get stuff. I cannot believe what those guys can do damage-wise. They pull the wires out of the timers. and. Well, that's you know. why I nicknamed my son when he was a little kid. I nicknamed him Coon because he was like a raccoon. I mean, there was nothing there he couldn't get into. or I mean, yeah. you can child-proof all the cabinets you want. <laughs> it wouldn't work on him, buddy. And, oh, that's uh, good stuff, man. You, you couldn't hide anything, he would find it. I mean, he was a rummager. He was always rummaging through <laughs> stuff. Just 
you know, I don't know how to get rid of my, I refuse to poison. I do not put out any type of poison ever. I just don't know. It's, it's, it's a chain it's reaction. That's risk. unbelievable. You know, we got, we got some cats out there. I don't want poison. Just, you know, people don't realize when, when you poison stuff, whatever eats that and whatever, you know, they, you know, it's just it's just a chain reaction. Well, so that's I, a bad thing when you're poisoning rats. You know, if a hawk happens to get a sick rat crawling on the ground, yeah. I mean, he's poisoned now too. You know. Yeah, we got a big old giant blue indigo at our ranch. You know, they put out rat poison. They go, man, that thing eats one poisonous rat. We're gonna lose that snake that's like 20 years old. You know, so right. You just don't know. The worst thing about the poison, I think, around camp, it, those rats crawling your trailer looking for water, and they die inside your camper trailer. I think it's oh. better to trap them. There's Our no guys worse use smell. Buckets. That's a three-week process, by the way. It is. It's a three-week process. Oh, oh and these guys gosh. use those little buckets, you know, have the little roller on it, and they, and they run up on this ramp, and, and they get on this, this and then bottle. they fall in the bucket? Yeah. <laughs> they fall in the bucket. You know, that, that seems to be the best way that these guys are using that at the, at the ranch to get rid of them. But uh, it, it's funny. Some years we have them, like, crazy, and then some years they're not so bad. But uh, it's kind of like the fleas and ticks out there. Some years are just unbelievable, and some yes. years are not too bad. So. It's all good, but uh, and and did uh, are you getting ready to go up to Blaine's at Christmas or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, okay, cool. I'm gonna pop me a couple of more fishing trips this week, upcoming mm. week, and then I'm gonna put all that on the back burner and get the guns out and let's roll. There you go, buddy. It's about time you're ready. Man, if you can break you loose to... for a day or two, you ought to come 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 over there and hang out with us, man. We'll, yeah, we'll I might have just a good come time. You know, see you a campfire with you or something. I know how busy you stay, but it, uh, if you can yeah. get loose, we can sit around the fire and uh, tell lies. Yeah, that's it. That's the best part of it, too, is just going up there. It and is. I'm just dying to meet Blaine. You know, it's just, here are so many great things about Blaine. I'm just dying to meet him. You know, he's it's funny you get older you want to do these things on your bucket list and that's definitely one on them on, on yeah. the list right there to get over there in that ranch and do that you know I've, I've been to a lot of camps a lot of a lot of leases and stuff and you know the hunting's great mickey but that campfire stuff is the stuff you remember it you is. know the people you meet and the friends you meet and the stories you know like i had this one client of mine clayton thomas and he's he hunted all over africa and stuff and uh, i got to go hunt axis deal with him a couple of years ago and the stories about africa he told me you know, about hunting in there was just, you know, I hear a lot of deer stories. I don't get to hear those great African stories. You know, about the hunts I know. There. I'm, you know, I've been so amazed with Africa my entire life. You know, I grew yeah, up watching you know, Tarzan movies you know, and all yeah, that. And, you, know. you know, when you're a little kid and just the mystique and just, uh, right. I just never had the time or the money or opportunity to go, go over there. Yeah, but, uh, that is really man. something, man. It's just, just make the hair on the back of your neck. You know, we're chasing, we're chasing animals that don't chase you back. You know, it's just kind of like, I never had a deer want to eat me, but you know, they're chasing stuff that, you know, you make the wrong move. You, you, you're the, yeah. You're the, here in America, everything's scared of you in Africa. Nothing's yeah, over scared there. It's of not, you. you know, that's good stuff. You're just part <laughs> you're, of the food chain. Over there, you. You know? That's it. You're on the food chain. No doubt. You're on the food chain, but I like hearing all that stuff. Then you get the people that's, uh, that was what was neat about working for the, the Kennedy and King ranch. The people that I, I'd taken on those trips, they, they've hunted all over the world. And you get to hear what it's like in Argentina and Africa and other places. So it's it's not so much about the killing as it is about the experience of getting to get to hear other people's stories. There you go. Well, there's number two. Go ahead and get him back, uh, Jace, and uh, we're going to see if you win the over or under on this bet. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Well, welcome to the outdoor show this morning. But, no, that's uh, – Cliff's fun to talk with, and if you had never fished with him, he's really fun to fish with. You get to hear all the good stuff. And 
stories he's and things he's encountered over the years it's uh when you've been around as long as we have you see a lot and uh, know a lot no doubt all right all right cliff that's two <laughs> hey, no worries but no worries man i don't know no actually what is that, that jace is that two or three yeah two that's right we lost james on hold that one time okay all right cliff man, you back all right yeah oh good deal yeah that's uh i know chase getting a jace is getting a workout <laughs> working on the phone today man maybe it's a win you know not getting a see i can't imagine what's going on but that i know you guys are having a hard time on it man. you don't have mm. to file for a hazard pay on his, on his hands. <laughs> Too much phone dialing going on this morning. Too much phone dialing. Getting, getting purple tunnel from dialing. <laughs> That's man. it, man. That's all good, man. That's good. That's good, man. But, you know, I'll just tell you just the stories of the outdoors is what it's about. You know, it's the deer camps, man, when you get several of the older hunters like I deal with, the older customers, you get to hear uh-huh. some great fishing hunting stories. Man, it's just amazing. These guys travel all over as so you get to experience what they what they've seen, what they've done. It's pretty neat. Exactly. You know. But uh I was I was now Blaine down south, when is this deer aren't these deers later in rut? Aren't they another probably at Christmas time oh, when they go? Yeah, I'm, I think the primary, you know, it, on a normal year usually it kicks in around Christmas time. He's starting to get a right. little there's an inkling of that now. They're chasing does and stuff. Now Hillman, I talked to him last night. He's he's at the camp by himself. He was down there working and taking, you know, filling feeders, and right. uh, he called me, I guess, out of boredom. But uh, he uh, his his deer are starting to really run and chase hard now, and he's usually a, a week or two ahead of Blaine. And, okay. Uh, okay. But uh, he sent me a picture of two does standing up fighting. I mean, they look like kangaroos. He got it on one of his game cameras. He, it was, I mean, they're standing straight up, as tall as you can get, going Man, after each other. Yeah, but the ears he, back and just whacking it, yeah. Yeah, and while he's out filling feeders and messing around yesterday afternoon, he uh, was on his golf cart, and he came to a fork in the road, two senderas at fork, and this big ten came out and went across, and he was going to wait for him to come out again. Well, he got out on the other sendera, and he was looking him over a real pretty deer, and then this six point came out and uh, was, you know, kind of laying back, staying away from that bigger buck because he knew he'd get his butt kicked. Well, a coyote came out on that sender and he said that six point buck, he's never seen it. That six point charged that coyote and chased him off into the brush. Oh, that's good stuff. Snorting yeah, that's and wheezing good. and grunting and just, you know, <laughs> went after a coyote. He said, I, I can take care of this guy. I can't whip that other one, but I can whip this one. That was a pretty funny story. <laughs> he was mad. He just, he just wanted to fight something, you know. He wanted to fight something, but he didn't want to fight that 10. <laughs> he didn't fight want anything to do with that older deer, yeah. You know, I told you last year I had that big boar hog coming to the feeder, and this doe res, raised up on her hind legs and popped it, you know, dusted on his back with his front front feet and our front paws that was cool ran him off. usually the hogs run everything off this doe was taking over the feeder she went out there and raised up and popped Said, him on the back not the my feed get your butt yeah, out of here funny how that works man but uh, animals and it's, it's it's weird right now if you see a hog right now it's almost always a boar a single boar all those little groups of hogs that we see during the in the beginning of the season they disappear i think they get smart and they turn nocturnal mm-hmm. But you'll still have a boar or something that get brave and come out there and want to eat your corn, you know, and javelina and stuff like that. But right. Well, at least I got my sow hog for the pan sauces, so I'm good to go. Yeah, That'll good to go. work. Now, 
little sausage. Hey, I'm having that Belleville uh, sausage. I think that sweet chipotle might be my favorite. You got another one for me, the smoked pecan? Have you tried it? I'm sure you have. Yeah, they're, you know, you can't go along wrong with their original garlic. Uh, Bill Pachowski liked their green onion and garlic. That was pretty good. Okay. And uh, I had some of that when I went fishing with him one time. And, uh, and man, their jalapeno cheese, that's, other than the chipotle, that's probably my favorite, too. That's, that's hard jalapeno to Jalapeno cheese sausage or the summer sausage? Both. <laughs> All oh. of the above. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to get some stuff made. Fred's going to take it back. I was kind of, I want to try something different. So, yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that. Uh, I love their chipotle link sausage. It's good. So I'll try the, the garlic, the regular garlic. Okay. Yeah, their their original garlic's excellent. I mean, and I'll tell you what I had made one year, and Benny, you know, Benny used to be with me here on the show. He loved it. I'd bring it in the mornings for breakfast, was the dirty rice sausage. It's kind of like a, uh, it's not boudin, boudin, but it's close, and it's really good, and it's uh, good and spicy. You know, got some black pepper in it and everything, and it's, uh, man, it's got a smooth, you know, bite to it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Man, you just you just can't have a barbecue or grill without having a little sausage on there. You know what I'm saying? Have a little fold over. So I got to I mean, get that yeah, going. You, I mean, you can throw throw yeah. a few links down there, and man, you can make everybody happy. They end up eating more sausage <laughs> than they do steaks. That's the truth. At my age, you know, you kind of get bored with a steak. You want something a little spicy. So I'm getting ready yeah. to have all that made. So the original garlic and chipotle is what I'm gonna have, man. I'm gonna yeah. have some of that. And uh, I tell you what's really good too is their uh, uh, those dried sticks, those little sticks of uh, uh-huh. chipotle i mean i had a bunch of that made last year and i'd take it out in the boat for boat food for everybody i ran out of that so fast it wasn't even funny so the sweet chipotle dry sticks you call it dry sticks yeah yeah they're a uh, little uh like slim jims oh my goodness okay okay i'm gonna have some of that done so i i love that kind of stuff you know it's big league. Does too, big but, league yeah, that's good stuff, man. Well, I'm going to go out today and hang out with Fred at the, at the deer lease. And just uh, the pressure's off now, the meat's in the cooler, so I can just, you know, look at the, there you look go. At the bucks. And maybe that uh, drop time buck you showed me a picture of will come out. He's, he's, yeah, he's got to get really stupid. He's ready he's for really harvest. Hard. He's ready he for harvest, ready. baby. He's a pretty buck, and I just hope he comes out. He's so smart, you know. Yeah, you never know. It always you happens film, when you least expect it. I'm, I'll be there. I'll be there, Mickey, man. I got you, brother. All right, Cliff. Well, hey, if somebody wants to get with you and come down and fish with you in Corpus and Baffin, how they get a hold of you, brother? All right, Mickey Minerico, 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for have, having me on, Mickey. Appreciate hey, it, buddy. Thank thanks. you, Cliff, and you have a good day, man. Appreciate you. All right, See you, man. Thanks, man. All right. All right, that's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus, and I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Onyx PFDs. You know, folks, approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims drown. And out of that 70%, 87% of them were not wearing a personal flotation device. A PFD is like wearing a seatbelt. It's the biggest safety feature, and it's proven to save your life. And the Onyx AM24, that's the one I wear, and wow, it's very comfortable. It's convertible from automatic to manual or manual-only inflation. It has a low-profile design. It keeps you comfortable especially in hot weather, and it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub you raw when you're moving from spot to spot in rough water. It has a durable ripstop fabric that resists tears and punctures. Now, inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children and non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit 
every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs, and you should too. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already on a Saturday morning. Front blowing in and going to clear things out for the weekend and make for a pretty week next week. And uh, let's head up to Livingston, Lake Livingston, at Penwall Campground and Marina and check in with our good friend, Harry Detan. Good morning, Harry. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Mickey. How are y'all doing? We're doing good up here at Livingston. You are. Just going to let you know we're having uh, problems with uh, keeping phone lines up. So if we oh, drop yeah. you, you'll be able to hear us, but we won't be able to hear you. But uh, Jace oh, okay. will call you right back, and we'll continue oh. on. Just, right. just giving you a warning there, bud. <laughs> that, that'll be fine. That's a heck of a way to cut a person off, Mickey. <laughs> I'm telling you. Cut him off. Hit the cut dump button. <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's uh, we got a nice morning going up here. It's, uh, I think, like 53 degrees, and we got a light wind, not much. But uh, uh, we did get a little bit of rain yesterday, uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I think the lake, you know, we're just a fraction below normal pool. Mm-hmm. And I think the release is slightly over 1,500 cubic feet a second. But I was looking at the gauging stations upriver, and, and looks like uh, we've got some loading up uh, close to Dallas. So Dallas must have got a decent rain up yonder maybe yesterday or whatever. Right. But maybe have a little fresh water coming down. So everything is pretty good here on Livingston. I mean, the weather, you know, <laughs> I told somebody the other day, most of the time by uh, – you know, uh, Thanksgiving or maybe slightly, we ain't got any leaves left in the trees, but all these trees that you've got leaves left in them, everything else, I mean, we hadn't had any weather to knock them out of the trees yet, so uh, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, we'll get some here, here pretty soon, and you'll look up one day and there won't be any leaves, but uh, my gosh, the acorns up here, Mickey, I got some acorn trees, and those trees are loaded with acorns. Yeah, and, I'm hearing that from the deer hunters. You know, they're having trouble yeah. getting deer to come to corn, and yeah, you know, uh, somebody said, and I don't know if there's any truth in it. You know, the years that you have a lot, a lot of acorns, you'll have a colder winter, and I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, uh, 
Man, I don't know, buddy. It's, uh, hey, predicting the weather, I, I don't want any part of it. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's sticking uh, well, your neck out big time on the chopping block. Nicky, that's one of them things you can be wrong, and it's okay. I mean, those weathermen on TV do it all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just. You miss it, miss it a mile, but uh, we've had a pleasant week up here this week. We really have. It, it's been it's i can't say it's been cold it's been we've had some cool days but uh yesterday i mean it was kind of a oh you might say like a shirt sleeve day and uh right. it was great i mean it was fine livingston's in good shape uh and you know so i don't know you know i mean anything can happen about one of the guys come in yesterday and, and uh he said he was throwing a white spinner bait and caught a crappie and i said well I'll be there. And I said, you know, maybe they're moving in. I don't know. They don't. They don't travel in ones. You know, they travel. No, in they don't. They stick together. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, maybe things are uh, turning around. Well, I think maybe the weather has the humans and the fish and uh, everything else a little bit uh, turned around this year. But uh, anyway, things are things are pretty good here on Livingston. Uh, 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 it's, I know it's going to be a real light day today. I mean, uh, normally somebody, you know, normally on a good weekend, I'd have people rattling around launching boats and everything else, but not so this mm-hmm. weekend. So, you know, with deer season still on and when's the last day of deer season, Nicky? Yeah. I don't know when the last day of deer season is, but I, I do know, uh, well, East Here Texas we, is different. I'll find out here real quick. You can keep talking. Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so hard you know, to keep I, up with all these different dates and times and seasons gosh, and me. limits. And, oh, man. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. You know, the one limit that I think is kind of funny, you know, on the catfish here on Livingston, I think if you catch any, any length of catfish, you can keep it. And it makes no sense to me, but I mean, Livingston does have a, have a lot of catfish in it, but, right. but, uh, but you know, I mean, uh, it's kind of one of them things, but you know, you know, a hundred years ago, you know, down on the river, we used to get some little old bitty, bitty dinky catfish and we'd roll them in that river sand and, and rinse them off and put them in grease. They was really good. I guarantee they, they was good. I ain't had any of that in a long, a long, long while. But uh seems like anything that you cook outdoors is gonna be a little bit better than what you cook at the house, it sure is. But uh you know yeah. But I don't time to get on, I mean uh I know we're gonna be headed for a little bit colder weather here pretty soon and all it just about has to be and all. But uh Livingston's in uh, Yeah, they were calling day. for a cold winter. It better hurry up yeah. and show up. That's yeah, you know, better, we're still getting you. We're still getting thunder and lightning, and that's something you don't normally get in the wintertime. You know, usually uh-huh. when you, you don't. hear that in February or whatever, that's first time sign spring's coming because, yeah, you know, you're getting is, these thunderstorms. Exactly right. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. your deer season closes January 7th up there. January 7th? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my uh, dad-in-law, you know, he's one of these old-timers. They lived out in the middle of nowhere there in New Mexico, but, He'd tell you if you look up at the moon, and you gotta, if that moon, if it looks like it'll hold water, it ain't gonna rain. But if that moon looks like it won't hold water, it'll rain. I don't know how really? true that is. 
Yeah, but that's that was one of the old time way back when things when people laid out on the prairie right. and watched the stars all night, you know. Hmm. Did he go away? He sure did. That's one. All right. There you go. Let's uh <laughs> get him back. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we were talking about uh, general season. That his will end in East Texas January the seventh, and in uh, South Zone, you know, South Texas, it'll go through January twenty first, which I'm very well aware of that because that's where I like to hunt. It's down south, but and uh, dove season opened back up, so that's that'll be a bonus, you know, deer hunt in the morning. Dove hunting afternoon. All right, Harry, we're back, my friend. Nikki, y'all got a short someplace. I don't know where. But, uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heck of a time to have a short in the phone line, isn't it? It really it'll, is. It really is. It'll all, it'll all work out pretty good. But uh, uh, anyway. But, you know, hey, Mickey, one one more thing on my list of things to do today, you know, well, uh, yeah. You know, everything, all the parties got to come to in. I've sold Pinwall Marina. And you all. did? So I did. Yes, sir. I did. I sure did. And all. We've had a I nice long run. That. Yes, sir. Now yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, You know, Mickey, maybe I'll do more fishing. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> probably what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. More fishing and more golf, you know. But uh, You're not going to move away from Livingston, are you? No, I'm going to be in Livingston. Uh, on my property, I built me a house. I, we started that house in uh, December of last year. And uh-huh. right where you turn into Pinwall, uh, you just right. look to your left, you'll see my house sitting back up in the woods there. Oh, okay. But, uh, it, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be around here pretty close. I sure will. But, uh, oh, boy, but who you am know, I going to call and talk to up there now? Well, if you want to, you can call and talk to me. Well, I don't good. care. Maybe you'll be and fishing I'll, more. You'll really be on top of them. I'll really be on top of it. That'll I sure work. will. Yeah, you've been yeah. part of this show yeah. for 40 years, huh? A long time, Mickey. I don't okay. know how long. Long as but I, I know have. I, you know, back when the Stevensons used to call me for oh, reports, yeah. you know, back yeah. in the early days. Oh, Man. That, that was a long time ago, Mickey. I yeah, mean, it was. You know what I mean? It was all kids then. I'm you know telling I mean? you. I mean, but now, I mean, you know, I, uh, that's something that I think about quite often, you know, but uh, but just the names, you know, uh, like uh, the name Billy, uh, like Billy Mills, you know. Right. Uh, you say it now and, and think of Billy, but you think of Billy of about 18 years old. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean. The name sounds. I bet Billy Wisty first... was eighteen years old again, like oh, all of us. Does. Oh, I do too. I mean, you know, if we all had it over to do it again, I, you know, uh, maybe if I had it to do over again, I can tell you one thing: I don't think I'd do it much different than what I did it this time. I mean, I really don't because uh, I've had a real good life, done lots of things that I wanted to do, and uh, I can't say I have a whole lot of. I'm not, I've got some regrets in there, but. But well, uh, we all do, but hey, I'm with uh, you on that. That's I mean, my been gosh, a good run, just, man. You know, I've went, I've went from a, I've went from a 
a, a blanket and a tarp camping to, uh, you know, what they do today, you know, I mean, you know, we've done, we've done yeah, that these, all. These, uh, these folks nowadays camp out in style, buddy. They got it going oh, on. Oh, no. Man, that's just like living at home almost. But, you know, when we used to go, when we'd go hunting, you know, I mean, there was, you know, I had some pictures of my dad's deer camp and, you know, it was taken and I was probably about, I don't know, five or six years old and had our pictures in there and, and right. we had very good memories of, of those deer camps and stuff. Him and his friends had set them up. But, you know, you look at those pictures today. We was poor. We was dirt poor people, I guarantee you. <laughs> I, mean, I think we were. I don't know if we was poor or not, but but well, there wasn't there wasn't no way. There's a difference in poor nowadays and poor back then. It's uh yeah. that was kind of your dirt poor back then. Poor people nowadays live pretty good, you know. Pretty good compared well, to what poor people did back in our day growing up. Yeah, we we live right there at the mountains right outside of Red Ocean and uh uh my dad and his friends, you know, they'd load up and go deer hunting. They'd be gone two weeks, you yeah. know, and, and my mother oh, would pick us up deal. after school. Yeah, pick us up after school and take us to the mountain. We'd be gone a week, you know, and nothing was ever said. <laughs> Nobody got thrown to jail or nothing, you know. But I asked my dad there a lot of years after. I said, Daddy, how did y'all, how did all those guys just shut down their businesses anyway and go deer hunting, you know what I mean? And he says, son, nobody's making any money anyway, so you might as well go hunting. <laughs> you know? True. I mean, <laughs> there you, you go. <laughs> know, yeah, it's pretty simple, you know. But we used to drink out of streams and and sit around big old campfires. No, you, no, no. The, the streams all be yellow or, or or glowing red or something, you know. But yeah. but yeah. didn't didn't think a thing in the world about it. But a lot uh, of people don't even it, want to drink out of their tap anymore. No, they don't, you know. You know, they were going up the mountain one day. My mother picked us all up, and uh, my dad did uh, meet us down at the bottom of the hill. And and uh, uh, we was trying to get up there, and, and that old road, it had a loose, lot of loose, loose rock on it. And, uh, you know, the old car couldn't get traction. It was hard to hard to get up the hill, you know. And, and there was this one lady, uh, she was a good friend of ours, but boy, she was a big woman, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I remember my dad went around and asked her, he said, she said, he said, Eileen, he said, we need a little, uh, we need a little help getting up this hill. He said, would you mind getting in the trunk and give us a little more traction? <laughs> you know, she got, got in that trunk and away we went, you know, up, up the hill. But uh, that woman, she was a pistol. I know them guys used to give her a hard time and, her husband, his name was John, and John would carry her a mattress out and set it on the brake of a, like one of these old, uh, old, real old sawmills. All it, the sawdust was there, but that's all that, all that was there, and it, you could had a pretty good vision around. But I know we all sitting in yonder one day and come by, and Eileen, she was sitting on that mattress, and them guys they got <laughs> to giving her about the way she shot and everything, and. Something come up, and the one guy said, "I bet you can't hit that bird out top of that pine tree." And you know that woman? She had a thirty forty Craig iron sights and blowed that son of a gun clean out of there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't mess with her anymore. She had a real good sense of humor too. She, a big you know, Annie Oakley. Big a big Annie Oakley. I mean, no, she sure was. But uh, yeah, she used to take us 
when we was kids and we'd go to the she'd let us off she'd take us up to the uh, bowling alley or the skating rink I remember and there was a bunch of those kids and she had a she had a gallon jar of change and she'd count us out money enough to get in that get in the roller skate or whatever you know but oh, I mean I mean, there wasn't no, there wasn't no credit. They didn't even heard of a credit card then, you know. But if you was gonna do something, it was a, it was a cash only world, or find somebody to float the notes, you know. I mean, but a lot I of good times. Remember being a kid, growing up and going up and staying with my grandparents up in Grosbeck every summer. Yeah. My dad and grandpa used to tease my grandmother all the time. Said, "Yeah, she can drive a car backwards better than she can forward." They had this huge <laughs> long driveway. Instead of uh-huh. turning around and driving out driving. forward, she'd uh-huh. put that old Plymouth of hers in reverse, <laughs> three uh-huh. on the tree with a clutch yeah, oh, in yeah. it, and uh, she'd oh, be yeah. going 40 miles an hour in reverse and never get on the grass, just stay right on the rock all the way out to I the know. blacktop. Just, I've uh, never I know. seen nothing like it. Back never up will. there, she'd drive forward. Well, if, you wanna watch some, if you want to watch some backing up, make you just sit down at a boat ramp someday. And, oh, uh, buddy, you know, I've uh, I've seen my share of some quality backups. <laughs> you can see all kinds of the backup, you know. Yeah, some Jack people make it really Terry hard. Fenders off, I tell you. Uh huh, uh huh. They sure can. Yeah, they can. They can do it, you know. And they're only what they're only backing up what thirty foot, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I've not seen like some going comical stuff. Much. I mean, that's yeah. entertainment right there. Cheap entertainment. Yeah, boat it ramp. is. We used to have a, a couple that had a trailer in here, and, uh, you know, they would draw a crowd when they went to launch their boat. I mean, people just gather <laughs> up. And, you know, they didn't care. They had a good sense of humor anyway, you know, but people just, they, you know, they go to put their boat in the water, and here, here comes the crowd. They wanted to watch, you I know. I said, hey, we know we're stupid. Y'all laugh at it. We're going to go that's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right. That that guy, you know, they had a house that, uh, or bought a house. They about a, I don't know, it was probably 200 and some odd yards from the marina here, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I was always a jacking with him. And, and uh, uh, I had me, I had three golf. There he went. That's two on him. Well, it's time. It's, it's time to exit anyway, huh? Well, yeah, we got about a minute left of the show, so well, we'll uh, we'll let Harry slide till next week. We won't do a third call back on him. Goodness gracious! Well, I appreciate uh, everybody tuning in this morning and putting up with this, but it's uh, we can't help what's happening. That's just the way it is right now, for whatever reason. I have no, I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, so I'll just leave it at that. But uh, I, uh, looks like a, uh, decent weekend coming up after we get this front blow through today. We're going to have some wind to contend with, but the skies are going to clear off and, uh, temperatures aren't going to be too bad. They'll be mild, be in the forties up to low sixties, good fishing and hunting weather. Can't complain about that, but, uh, next week looks good. So if, uh, if you get a chance. Hop up in the morning. We'll be here bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.